0: Oh, 2 Timothy, chapter 3, verse 1. We're going to see a manifestation of God's power in this place this morning. You know, you don't have to wait till I pray for the sick. You can receive your healing right now. 2 Timothy 3, verse 1. This know also that in the last day perilous times shall come. Drop down to verse 5 talking about what men shall be like. One of the ways that men shall be in verse 5 is they shall have a form or an appearance of godliness. What does that mean? It means that they'll have their Jesus pin on their shirt. They'll have their Bible in their hand. They'll say, praise the Lord, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. They'll have a form of godliness, but deny the dunamis, there's that word again, thereof. He says, from these people, turn away. We are not to be people who act godly and act religious, but deny the power. Amen. Amen. The gospel of the kingdom is a gospel of power. It's a gospel of healing. It's a gospel of deliverance. I've been changed by the gospel. I'm here today because the gospel changed my life. I'm here today. God God got me off of drugs and got me off of worldly things and got me off of all kinds of stuff. Not because I went to some AA meeting. Not because I did some mind over matter. It's because Jesus Christ came in my life. His power came in my life and delivered me from the things of this world. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is the power of God unto salvation, unto healing. To everyone who believes. Psalm 103. Oh, the healer is here. I'm so glad you're here, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Jesus is here. Jesus is here. Jesus is here. The healer is Is in the house. His will is that you be healed. His will is that you be made whole. Psalm 103 Bless the Lord, O my soul. Who is David talking to? He's talking to himself. He's talking to his soul. How do you imagine that woman's soul felt on certain days? She felt ashamed, she felt rejected. There were days I'm sure she felt like God didn't love her. I'm sure there's days she felt that God didn't care. There's days where she wanted to give up. I'm sure there were days that she was suicidal, but she never yielded to it. There was a, inside of her a hope that she was going to get the answer from God. David told his soul what to do. Sometimes you got to tell your soul what to do, not because of how you feel. Not because of how things look, but because what the word of God says. I will bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O oh my. Now you gotta imagine. David's talking to himself. Anybody in here? You ever talk to yourself? Well, what is he saying? He's saying, "Soul, don't forget His benefits." Do you know the Bible says that God loadeth us down daily with benefits? Well, if he's loading us down daily with benefits, how come not everybody's receiving them? Because you got to activate your faith. I said you got to activate your faith. How do you activate your faith? You do exactly what David did. You open your mouth and you say, "Soul, bless the Lord. In another place he said, "Soul, why are you disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise Him. Hallelujah. Verse 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all, 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 all. David was a man under the law. This was a promise under the law before Jesus even came. Who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. John 8, verse 32. Saint John, the healer, is in the house, where two of you are gathered in my name. There I am in the midst. John 8, verse 32. Jesus says, well, back up to verse 31. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, if you continue in my word, then You are my disciple indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. When you receive Jesus Christ as the Lord of your life, you are set free from sin. You are set free from the things in this world. But it's the Word of God that has a way of preserving you, it's the Word of God that has a way of taking you from glory to glory, from faith to faith higher and higher. The Word of God is what's able to preserve you, preserve your soul from sin, preserve your soul from the things in this world. You have to take the Word of God like you would take medicine. Many of you in here have different diagnoses. It might be diabetes or high blood pressure or all those kind of things, and the doctors prescribed you medicine. You should take your medicine. Absolutely. Don't stop taking your medicine foolishly. Take your medicine when you don't need it. Stop taking your medicine when you don't need it anymore. For instance, if you had high blood pressure, and I've heard of, of, of situations like this where they're taking up to three and four medications a day for their blood pressure, but then they start taking the word of God as medicine. My son, attend to my words. Incline your ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from your eyes, but keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life unto those that find them and medicine to their flesh. So they're taking their three or four high blood pressure pills, but then they start taking the word of God. By his stripes, I am healed. By his stripes. They take their medicine, drink it down with some water. By his stripes, I am healed. By his stripes, I am healed. By, and they get to the point where the doctor takes their blood pressure and come to find out their blood pressure is so low, they have to take some of the medicine off. Stop taking the medicine. You don't need it anymore. Why? Because they are healed. You begin taking the word of God like medicine. You begin to put the word of God in you. You believe the word of God more than you believe your circumstances. You believe the word of God more than you believe what things look like. It doesn't mean that you deny it. We're not mind over matter people. We don't deny the circumstances, but we deny the circumstances to stay in our life forever because Jesus came so that we can be free from circumstances that don't line up with his word preaching better than y'all saying amen this morning and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you not set see if you continue in the word that's what you have to do today whether or not you have an instant miracle does not change the truth of God's word God's word is the same forever So you begin to take the word like medicine. You put it in you. You keep saying the word. You keep speaking the word. And you will see that your circumstances will begin to change. This woman kept saying, if I can but touch the hem of his garment. If I can but touch the hem of his garment. If I can but touch the hem. She kept it in her. And that's what we do. We take the word and we put it in us. Glory to God. John 17, 17 says, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. Notice he says that you shall know the truth. What is the truth? The word of God. And the word shall make you free. Free. Glory to God. Freedom from sickness comes from knowing the truth. Appropriating faith cannot go beyond one's knowledge of the revealed will of God. If you don't know the will of God, you have nothing to lay hold of. The the way the power of God is released is where the will of God is known. If you don't know that you know that you know what God's word says, then you have nothing to stand on. That's why you have to take God's word as final authority in your life. The word Lord is the Greek word kurios, and it means supreme in authority. How many in here, Jesus is the Lord of your life? Well, if, you're, if you say Jesus is the Lord of your life, you're saying that Jesus has final authority. Now, Jesus is the incarnate Son of God. He is God Almighty. But the written Word is also God because Jesus is the written Word. That's why when you take the Word of God as final authority, you are truly saying, Jesus is Lord of my life. So, if his word says, by his stripes I am healed, that should be final authority. Before attempting to exercise faith for healing, one needs to know what the scriptures plainly teach. That is just as much God's will to heal, that it is just as much God's will to heal your physical body as it is to heal your soul. But many, instead of saying, pray for me, should first say, teach me God's word so that I can intelligently cooperate in my recovery. See, the scripture says, believers shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. That word recover does not denote instantaneous healing. What does it denote? Recovery, a process, And that's what recovery is many times. It's a process. The miracle working power of God works the same way whether it's a six-week process or a six-second process. But when the miracle working power of God comes on the scene, there are times where that six-week process is sped up to become six seconds. But it doesn't change the fact that it is the healing power of God. Jesus is the healer. We must know what the benefits of Calvary are before we can appropriate them by faith. The kingdom of God is not magic. David specifies who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases. He always has been and always will be the healer. And Jesus is the healer and he is in the house. When in prayer... We definitely commit to God the forgiveness of our sins. We are to believe on the authority of his word, that our prayers are heard, not based on how we feel, whether we feel guilty or not guilty, but we do it based on what his word says. We are to do the same thing regarding healing. Whether or not you feel healed has nothing to do with it. You have to settle with finality once and for all that God's word is the truth and that God's word is real and that you believe God's word no matter what. God always fulfills his promises when he can get the right cooperation. He always accepts us and undertakes for us when we observe Mark 11, 24. If you say to that mountain, Mountain be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and doubt not in your heart, but believe that those things which you say shall come to pass, you shall have whatsoever you say. And when you stand praying, forgive if you have aught against any. One of the things that can hold up our receiving his promise is unforgiveness. And again, unforgiveness is not a feeling. The same way that you would speak to a mountain of disease or a mountain of lack should be the same way that you speak to unforgiveness. You let it go. You speak to it. I'm not holding nothing against this person. I let it go in Jesus' name. You are not a feeling. You are a spirit. And your feelings have nothing to do with it. You say, well, pastor, you say that all the time. Well, you need to hear it. Hebrews 10, 35 says, cast not... Let's go there. Go to Hebrews 10. I could quote it, but it's good to put your eyes on it. Hebrews 10, and we'll look at verse 35 and 36. Cast not away, therefore your confidence. What is your confidence? Confidence. The Word of God. Your confidence is not how it looks. Your confidence is not what the doctor says. At least it shouldn't be. Your confidence should be what the Word of God says. What has God promised you? That's why when you pray, you should not go to God in prayer empty-handed. You should go to Him with scriptures. Here's what the Word says. The Bible says in the Old Testament, God says, Put me in remembrance. He says, come, let us reason together. Sometimes we just want to throw our reasoning out the door. Sometimes we want to throw our common sense out the door. No, you need to believe God's word and renew your mind to what the word of God says. See, if you're double-minded, if you say, I have high blood pressure, and you say, by his stripes I am healed at the same time, which is it? Do you have hypertension or do you have healing? You don't deny the symptoms or be afraid to tell the doctor or somebody else that you have to work with on what's going on in your body. But you don't claim that I have high blood pressure. You claim by his stripes, I am healed. I've got symptoms of high blood pressure, but by his stripes, I am healed. Jesus took my infirmity. Jesus took my pain. Jesus took my high blood pressure, and with his stripes, I am healed. Praise God. Verse 35, cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which hath great recompense, of reward simply speaking it has reward it has it has reward come on say it has reward reward. say the word word. has reward reward. so he says don't cast it away do you know that woman for 12 years was tempted to cast it away but she was determined to not let go of the promises of God. That's why she grabbed his tzitzit. She grabbed the word on that garment that represented the promises of God. She wouldn't let it go. And the power of God zapped her. Praise God. Go over to Proverbs chapter 4. God said in Psalm 91, With long life will I satisfy him. And show him my salvation. Anybody ever look up that word salvation in the Hebrew? It's the Hebrew word Yeshua. He says with long life will I satisfy him and show him my Yeshua. Does anybody know Jesus' Hebrew name? His Hebrew name is Yeshua Hamashiach. Jesus the Messiah. Praise God. With long life will I satisfy you. So what does that mean? It means you can't die of cancer if you're going to have long life. You can't die of some crazy disease if you're going to have long life. So you can grab hold of that word with long life. Dad Hagan, Kenneth Hagen Sr., he used to say, well, if you hear am I going, just know that I was satisfied. He said, if you hear I went to heaven, you can be sure that I was satisfied. And that's when he left the earth, when he was satisfied. He said, With long life will I satisfy you and show you my Yeshua, my salvation, the Messiah. Hallelujah.